The podcast world is growing bigger every day, and Himalaya wants to help you navigate it. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and some future favorites. If you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has your back. They have our back. Mm-hmm. So discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcasters like us some love with Himalaya's tip chart. It's free. It's the easiest to use, and they're adding cool new features every single day. Go to the App Store, download Himalaya, and don't forget to follow the No Chill Podcast when you're there. Yeah, you know what? They need to make me some Himalaya app shirts, you know, so I can wear it. You know, so you would wear it? Just okay. to be, yeah, just yeah. to be proud. To be we are proud. Himalaya app. We're on the team. We're on board. Yes. Okay. The world. All right, there we go. Himalaya, send us some t-shirts. <laughs> we'll give you some love. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we get into the game within the game. When we hear from players, we want to know what makes them tick, what they're thinking, and of course, the stories. But what about how they watch the game? What they see? What gets them hyped and what bugs them? For Agent Zero, he of course has a one-of-a-kind perspective on the game. So when it comes to garbage time, it's not something we should just disregard until the buzzer sounds. No, for Gil, he thinks it's a time for players to make the most of their opportunity. He sees it as a time to prove yourself, to be aggressive, and to hold nothing back. As for the coaches that preach sportsmanship, the players who may be padding their stats, he's got some thoughts on that too. It's the No Chill Podcast, and we're back with another episode on our favorite podcast app, Himalaya. For every episode on Himalaya... It's the No Chill Podcast, and we're back with another episode on our favorite podcast app, Himalaya. Look for every episode on Himalaya as soon as they drop. Of course, you can get every episode of the No Chill Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And if you haven't already, you should definitely subscribe to the No Chill channel on YouTube. All right, Gil, so I want to set a scene. Okay. All right. There's an NBA game. The score is 105 85. Mm-hmm. Four minutes left. Coach calls timeout. Subs. They empty the bench. Ugh. What happens next? In my mind? No, no, no. What you have seen, what happens next? Well, what you, I mean, what I've seen is, you know, the losers, the one that has 85, usually gets pissed off when you're trying to run up the score. You know, I mean, we've seen fights. We've seen... You know, players get mad, foul the guy really hard, and the notion of not running the score up and trying to score is this unspoken rule that everyone well, goes by. It's not unspoken, it's sportsmanship is what you teach kids at the youth level. But it's stupid. Yeah. There you go. You know, it's a, it's stupid. It's it, it really is because the last four minutes new players came in like if you emptied the bench like i've been sitting here waiting for my team to get their ass blown out or we blow their ass out so i can play because you got to remember 14th 15th 13th tort player the only time they're going to see that floor is if there's blowout so the fact that i just came in and now you want me to do what pass the ball around waste time off the clock no 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 the score is fucking 0-0, zero, zero, bro. Mm-hmm. They bench came in. My job is to bust they ass until the horn. But they don't look at it like that. Yeah, that makes When you put it like that, that makes a lot of sense. And we're talking about the sportsmanship side of it. I think that changes big time when you get to the, the pro level, 
right? If yeah, you're because- in high school or in college, you have the walk-on or, you know, the last guy on the bench and they put him in. The, the crowd loves it, right? It's cute. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a serious player, if it's your career, it's your life on the line, you know, you got to make the most of that time is yeah, what you're saying. That's what I said. It's a stupid rule because they ha- it has no thought behind it. Like, I just got in a game. I don't know when I'm going to play again. So you're telling me don't go as hard as I possibly can the three to five minutes I got? Like, this is the only time I get to show the coach that, hey, look, I can do, I can do this. Like, I can play. So maybe next game he might put me in with seven minutes to go. Like, I'm, like this is the only way I get real action. So to, so to say hold the ball and run the clock down, like, no, fuck you. What are you talking about? I don't, like, I don't care about the, it's 85 to 105. That has nothing to do with me. It is zero to zero. I'm trying to outbeat the starting five that came in or the bench five, whatever you want to call us. Like, but no player looks at it like this. They, and it's one of those things where I I see it in AAU all the time where a team is blowing a team out by 20. And then the, that coach, what he does is say, all right, take the press off. All right. All right, guys, since there's no shot clock, pass the roll ball around. Right. And I say it every time, uh, they're going to catch up because at the end of the day, you're you at 100 percent and them at 100 percent. You're beating their ass. Well, the fact that you're going to take your press off, you're at 90 percent now. Now you want to pass the ball and your players can't be aggressive. Now you're at 80 percent. Well, this team is still playing at 100. So at some point, this 100 percent, you're going to be doing turnovers. Then now it's going to be a game again. You're allowing the momentum, momentum. to change. Yeah. yeah, it's like, no, beat there. That's what you're playing a game for. That's what you practice hard for. That's like like. Like, I remember, you know, Dame Leonard got mad at Chris Paul for scoring the last mm-hmm. two minutes. And I sit I sit there and look at situations like, listen, there were 30 seconds on the clock when you had the ball last and you shot it. It was okay for you to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Why is it okay for me to shoot the ball? Like, there's still time on the clock. No, I'm going to shoot. Like, if you didn't want me to shoot it, then you shouldn't have shot it. Don't you think players, they just don't like to get shown up? But you showing me like it's okay for right. the losing team to keep going hard, but the winning team take it easy. Well, that's you know what, that's what we're that, really saying. That's you know he played hard in a losing effort. What that's f- what that's what you hear the announcer say. What the fuck say. is that supposed right, to be? Right. Like what is it really supposed to mean? Well, it's a thumbs up. Yeah, like like like, you, like like I'm saying like you lost the game, but you you played your ass off. Yeah, but that's but that's the that's the bad part is like there's a minute left. <laughs> the offensive team that's winning supposed to go down there and play regular offense. Why the defense who's losing gets the ball and they come and just chuck shit up. They get to have they're having fun. Right. They're, they're still having fun. And then that it's always around that forty to thirty seconds left. The losing team has the ball. They can hold it. No, they sitting there trying to score, trying to get their shit off. And then when you get the ball, you're supposed to just run the clock out. Like, nah, no more shots. Like, no, you should have been. You should have did it when you had it. Don't. And yeah, that, you that's shot the a ball. Problem. You tried to make me look stupid. You crossed me over. You went in for a layup. I'm doing the same thing when I get the ball with 15 seconds of. I don't give a fuck what that score is. Don't you think coaches know that 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 will tighten things up? It's a problem. So if you're telling your offense to play conservatively and these guys are going wild, you know, and getting threes off. And... But, but that's but that's what happens, mm-hmm. and that's why fights happen. Players mm-hmm. get fouled hard because the offense is like this hidden thing that sportsmen like like. 
with two minutes left. We're up 20. Hey, you guys take it easy. Let them play hard. Like, what? So what are players afraid of? What do you mean? Why don't guys just go in there and cook in, the, in that three minutes when it's out of hand? But the, the, you got to remember, the bench does cook. The bench does cook. It's 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 usually what the what's frowned upon is the the last two possessions, that possession and a half where the losing team gets to sit here and like 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 you can sit here and try to cross me over, do a step back three and shoot it, and then when I get the ball, I'm supposed to just sit at half court and hold it. Like what? No, you what? What are you talking? No, no. There's time. There's time left on the clock. I don't care what the score says. He just tried to embarrass me. I'm gonna bop his ass. Mm-hmm. If I have 58 and I need these two points to get 60, play mm-hmm. defense. <laughs> play defense because I don't give a fuck if you foul me or push me. I'm gonna get the two, get the foul. Now I got 61. Thank you. I'm not gonna sit here and hold the ball and be like, nah. You know, it's just <laughs> it's sportsman. Like I ain't wanna show them up. Show them up. We, we we beat they ass by 30. What's the difference between them being 32? Like, Especially up. when it's personal. Like Harden had that 30-point streak, and they fouled him in the end of the game. I forget who it was, but they fouled him in the end of the game, and he didn't get to keep that streak alive. Smart. <laughs> but you know that pissed him off because he wanted yeah, to okay, so like, get a field they goal. They did it on purpose least. for him not to get it, right? But The game it, was over. But if it was the other way around, and he has 28, and he shot the ball, they'll be pissed off about it. It's, right. it's like a one-way streak here. Like, nah, like, listen. No, it's a two-way streak. It should be a two-way but it streak, should, you're saying. It should. Yeah. Like, if, if, like, just play the game out. Like, you don't hold up. Just play basketball. But is there ever a scenario where a coach would get pissed at you if you did do that? Would they bench you? I mean, you're already no, on the bench. You got to remember, the winning coach, they, you're winning. It's always the fucking losers that get mad about it. Mm-hmm. It's always the losing coach, like, you know, that's kind of fucked up that he, he went in there and he's disrespecting the game. Disrespecting the game? Disrespecting the game was your game plan. That was disrespecting the game. Like, you came out with a shitty game plan that got you blown out by 40. Like, that's what's disrespectful. Like, you think your fans came here to see you with the shitty-ass suit on get beat by 40 and you want to talk about the last 10 seconds of the game because I shot it? The fuck is wrong with you? But that's what they sit there and narrate. Like, no, stop, stop. Like, you got beat by four. You actually got beat by 42 because I just scored. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking jack-offs. <laughs> but, but they sit there and get mad. But there's been fights started mm-hmm. because of that. There's been grudges started because of that. Like, like stop, guys. Listen. Like, no, there for sure has been grudges. Like, take your L, okay? Like, if you don't want me to score, play defense. Don't sit at the half court, y'all clapping hands and holding. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. like, nah. Good game, bro. Nah, there's 15 seconds left, bro. I'm shooting this. All right? we can. I can shoot it now, or I can shoot it with three seconds left and make it seem like it's a game winner. But I'm shooting this ball, so you might as well play D or just let me score. So I also have a problem when they leave the starters in too long. A great example is when you saw Derrick Rose in the playoffs. They were, I think they were down by like 18. It's a playoff loss. You're going to play again. Then worst thing happens, he gets hurt. I mean, that's when he blew out his knee. Well, I mean, so as it started, do you want to be out there? It depends. It, in garbage it, time, you got to remember it's situational. Like um, in like this if, situation, when you're up twenty, there's nothing but, left to win for, and that it, coach is just pushing it too far. Like you're up twenty, but you got to remember the players in it for a reason. 
maybe he don't have his stats and you're trying to like he's two points or three points away from getting his average. So you would rather, you know what, let me see. Let me I, play I think him in the a reason low. they're in there is because of the coach. That's what but, I'm saying. But that's it's what the coach because the player wants. To no, be in that's there. what the coach is. They're like, you know, you can look, I can see, uh, you know, Derek is averaging 27. You know, he had a great game. He only has 24. Let me, let me push a two, two extra minutes. Let's see if he can get it. Or, you know, something like Devin Booker, you know, you got 60, five minutes left. You're down. You're down thirty. Eh, let me go ahead and see. Like, like this is the last. I mean, he don't. He might not get this opportunity again to try to do something like this. So let me go ahead and let him play it out and see what happens. Like you got to remember, some coaches understand milestones. Some who've never played don't. So if I'm sitting here and Westbrook is, you know, thirty-eight and eight down 25 or up 25 with four minutes left, I'm not taking him out. Really? No. Like. Do you think he wants to stay in there? Yes. He does? Okay. Like the player, the player will like, like if this was. Because four the, minutes, he's still got to get two boards and two assists. That's let, a waste to go. Okay. Let's say it's four minutes ago. It's, he has 38 and eight. He needs those two, uh, two rebounds and two assists to be the to to, be, to to have a triple double for the for his for the first year, mm-hmm. like why would you why would you not let him go that, for? That's kind of like Ricky Davis to me though. Like he Westbrook is an elite player. He's not chasing the stats. He but, wants to win. No, but he is. I'm, yes, he is chasing stats. But, but, but at saying. the end of the, if you ask him, he's playing to win. Yeah, he's playing to win. So but he like, doesn't want to be out there with the second but, unit. Yeah, you do, because this still the, like you're two points and two rebounds away from making history. No matter what that score is, as a coach, I'm going to allow because you probably will never get this chance again. So why am I not going to allow you to have it? He does it every night. But I'm just saying for the first time, like this is the mm-hmm. first time. Like if you got if you got 59, you just tied your career high, and there's five minutes left, why would I not let you stay in the game to get a new career high? Because when I sub you out, you're going to be sitting there shitty. Like, fuck, man, he could have left me in another minute or so. Like, I can get 60. Like, damn. But would a good coach, they would ask you about that. I'm pretty sure Doc, I can't remember. Doc, no, Doc, 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 player coaches, player player coaches would do it because they understand that these moments don't come around often. Mm -hmm. So if I see a player, like, doing something great, like, I'm. Go, go, do do your thing. What did Kobe go for? He went for 60 and three quarters, right? Yeah. Like, see, like that. So imagine he stayed in four. But, and imagine if he stayed in four. Hmm. I'm pretty sure he would have been like, fuck, I could have You think he was shitty about that? Yeah. Yeah? Positive. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> because th- that 60 and three quarters, that didn't, like, there's no record. It's 60 and three quarters. It doesn't, it, you don't have the record for most points. It doesn't matter for anything, right? But I'm saying, you don't have the most points for 29 minutes or less because yeah. you, you played fully all three quarters. And mm. it's 63, so there's no milestone there. Just oh, something good to say, like. We talk about it though. Let me let you me remember play, it though. Let me let me let me put him in at the beginning of the fourth, and then he might he might rattle in a, another quick ten. Mm-hmm. Now he's at seventy two. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, okay, you might as well just go for the fucking hundred. Go for it. Why not? Because at the time, Phil Jackson wasn't going to keep yeah, him out I'm, there, yeah. right? And I think we see it with with Steve Kerr with the Warriors too. Those they play games in three. They're over in three quarters. Yeah. But you got to remember, most of their milestones is, is, 
Like, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's some, there's some, there's some records that could have been broken by those guys. Definitely. But, you know, but uh, they got taken out in the fourth quarter. You know, it's. But I, but you know, Steve Kerr, if you're close enough to get it, like if if you're like one point away, two points away, even three points away from like a milestone for yourself, he's gonna put you back in. I mean, we saw it when they went for the the Bulls record. So yeah, but yeah, that's wins. what I'm saying. We're we're this close. That matters. You gotta remember, we're this close. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Why, why not? Like, if I sit here and say, "Oh, let's get ready for the playoffs," and then we don't get it, like, what do we remember for getting close to it? Like, nah. Like, let's just go and get it. Let's just go get it. Because really, records matter. Like now, right your... now, like right now, the team they have, if they buckle down and really focus the whole season, they can beat the seventy-three. But they don't care about the record. But they don't care about the record anymore. They have twelve twelve losses. You got to remember, they own the record. Yeah, and that record is a tough one because there's pressure on you for what? I mean, they set that record, lost in the finals. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you got KD. You got. Do we remember that? You got Cousins. Like you can really actually destroy the record, but you're not going to waste your time on it because three of the players, shit, four, four of the players, but Sean, Sean Levy is there too, still, right? Mm -hmm. Five of the players are part of the record setting, so they're like, eh. Yeah, they don't what get, is the point of it now? Big picture, they know they have a championship yeah. to win, mm-hmm. right? So, they, and to beat that record, you know, if you lose more than nine games, it's yeah, over. But so I mean, like, if that team buck- once you get to that eighth loss, you're like, well, we have we have to go fifty games. But, and they, but they got to remember that team is so talented. If they really focus like they did the year they set it, for sure, they could be more it. talented now, really. Yeah. But they also lost in the finals that year. So yeah. they they look at it like, but they lost they lost because that was you know cool, but bad bad moves on you know certain players right. But you're I'm I'm saying they were the best regular season team ever, but didn't win the championship. Yeah, so they they, 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 know, they, like, they made one mistake that they didn't think mm-hmm, hurt them that right. bad, and that was Draymond getting suspended. Yeah, you know they didn't they didn't know how much that affected them. What's so funny is if you go back to like Instagram posting, mm-hmm. I said it then when he got suspended, I said. Put all your money on Cleveland. Golden State is not going to win. And everybody was like, ah, that's stupid. You're stupid. And I was like, they're not. I said, you don't understand that without Draymond, I said, you know, I was gambling at the time. Draymond is a plus, a minus nine. So when he's not on the floor, you lose nine points because he he led the team mm-hmm. in rebounding, assists, blocks, steals. I said, you're losing all of that in one guy. So with him off the floor, you 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 lose like because now they're gonna win that win now when Draymond comes back, he's got he has to be half a player, because if he gets suspended one more time, he can't be in the finals. So now the the game six he comes back for, he's half of Draymond. Mm-hmm. He can't be too aggressive, you know. So you don't really have a full Draymond now. You have minus four Draymond. Mm-hmm. You don't have the full go all out Draymond. So now, you know. Cleveland's going to win that one. Now game seven, Cleveland has all the momentum. I don't see, you know, I don't see how you just, you know, rewind the momentum Cleveland had after you just let them win two games. So I said publicly, do not bet on Golden State anymore on that line because Cleveland's going to win all three. And I had half a million dollars on it. You did? Yeah. Okay. Smart man. That might be a whole nother episode. (laughs) Gambling advice from Agent Zero. Um, well, actually, this is a perfect time to talk about March Madness in the mm-hmm. tournament. So I have a proposition for you, but I want our fans to know 
that you can fill out attorney bracket at DraftKings this year. Okay. All right, that's right. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a totally free bracket with tens of thousand dollars up for grabs. Everyone fills out a bracket during the tournament. Might as well do it with award-winning apps with tons of free prizes. That's DraftKings. For the first time ever, DraftKings is offering a bracket battle promotion with $64,000 in prizes. So here's what I got for you. The favorite is Duke. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you Duke versus the field. Who you got? Duke versus the field. Well, I hate Duke. Like That I don't, is on know, the record. I, okay. I, I hate Mike. I'm not even Coach K, him. Coach K. Fuck that. <laughs> Mike, I hate Well, there's him. another Mike. Like, that Mike. The okay. one that coaches Duke. Mm-hmm. I, I hate him. So, um, I'm going to go to field. I mean, it's... I mean, you know, Duke is dominant. But, you know, with five losses, I mean, it's... Like you got you got a lot of star power on that team, but there's so many flaws to the team, you know. So I'll take, you know, um, I'll take the field because you know when it comes to tournament time, you know, there's teams out there that's designing, they're designing their offense and defense just for you, you know. And you 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 being the best team in college in your mind, you're not paying attention to those teams. You know, so a team like a Wisconsin or some shit that's gonna that's gonna force you to just play defense and just don't give up nothing, make you play in the half court. There ain't no dunks. There's no fast break dunking. There's no lobs. Like, you know, you know, if Zion doesn't get dunks and lobs, the team doesn't get hyped up. He doesn't get hyped up. Now he has to play in a half court where keep him off the offensive rebounds. Like now, force him to actually actually make plays. Like post me up. Let me see that. Let me see you post my my four man up. Let me see you, you know, do ISO basketball. Let me see you zipper up. Let me actually see you make Coach K, Coach K call actual plays for you. But I'm not gonna let you outplay my team. And that's right now. That's what the big advantage for Duke is that he just Zion just outplays everyone. Like I mean, if you look at his highlights, it's just gonna be all fast break dunks. Uh, rebound, get you, get out of the way, put it back up, open three. Like he just, just <laughs> he just outplays everyone. Just his his motor is just so fucking high. So with with that is just if you make them play in a half court, now Cam and RJ is the only two options. So you're saying the smart money is S- on the smart, field. Smart money is on the field. Okay. Well, you know how brackets work. So before tip-off of the first game of the tournament, just pick the winner of every game, every round. That's it. That's all there is to it. And the best part, you can play for free and use the code NOCHILL. You got it. So you can set up a private group for you and your friends and complete and compete for bragging rights. So download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com right now. Use that code, no chill, to enter the bracket battle for free and compete with your sh- for your share of $64,000. That's code no chill to enter the bracket battle for free only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. I got to change all my passwords from no chill, you know, since everybody's using it now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> put that out there. Um, but also, we got to talk about our friends again at Robinhood. Oh, yeah. All right. Remember, Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. 
While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission free so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as the 100 most popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right movement, right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of our podcast, the Chill Podcast, a free stock like Apple or Ford or Sprint. Mm-hmm. To help you build your portfolio. So all you got to do, sign up at nochill.robinhood.com. And make money. Go make that money. Go make it. Go make that money. So speaking of making money, the game within the game, you know, when when bench players are on the court, that's a great time for them to get exposure, right? Mm -hmm. So they're showing what they can do. Maybe to get more minutes on their own team, maybe their contract's coming up. Mm -hmm. So other teams are looking at you. Yeah. Bottom line, there's always eyes on you. Yes. So why not show what you can do? I mean, that's my thing that I'm just going to – I when I play, you put me in for three minutes, I'm taking eight to ten shots. You know, that's just that's just my mentality. I'm a competitor. Like, I'm not going to sit here. I don't like – I'm sorry. I don't care what the score is, you know. Like, I, I, I really don't. Like, if you if you want someone to hold the ball, put your starters back in, you know. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, since they did this lead, that they will they will feel comfortable just holding the ball around. And like, but you put me in, I'm going in to show what I can do, so I can eventually crack lineups. That's you know, like you got to remember the middle of the season, ain't nobody practicing anymore. So it's not like I can try to win a spot in practice. The only time I have is you know these little blowout games, you know, and it helped me. You know, I went from sitting on the bench. You put me in two yeah. games. I, we down thirty. We down thirty in the fourth quarter. You put us in. We lose at a buzzer beater by Jason Terry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's just you know comeback king. You know we we did that. I came in. I had twelve points in four minutes. Like, okay, okay, the guy can play. And then game forty one, game forty two. I get my big shot. Well, what were coaches saying to you at this point? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, what are we gonna do? Put I your g- starter back in? I gotta think that they they want to evaluate you as well. So like, look, this kid has confidence. This kid can get a shot off. This the, kid at, is at, being at the, creative listen, and knows what he can do. At the end of the day, listen, what are you gonna do? Put the starter back in? Like he, he has ice on his knees, bro. Like yeah. I I'm watching him put the ice on. What are you gonna do? Sub me out and put him back in to run the clock? No. So Let's play my stuff. One four flat. What's happening? Play mm-hmm. defense. Like God, that's like I I have to show you that I can. Like I'm really on this level. There's no other way. You're not gonna put me in in the middle of the game. You know. So I, I it's not like you know, uh, like I get to go against Westbrook, but whoever Westbrook backup is about to get his ass busted. You know. Not to mention, maybe you will get put in the middle of the game. There's a night where the guy ahead of you is flat. Not if you've never, not if you've never played. Right, but I'm saying use this time because. But that's what I'm saying. But two it's, weeks but from it's now. not looked at the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there what we're getting to the point of. There's definite value in what we would call some people call garbage time. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. because you're going against competition, NBA level of guys that are as good as you, if not better, and you can figure that out. You know, guy like uh, 
Brandon Ingram. who He's made a big step this year for him, mm-hmm. but it took him some time to figure out who he but is. But he's always been a starter, so that, that's, not, mm-hmm. that's not a good... But he could... No, he could... He, he, not, not always. Like the Ingram that just got bumped up, 10-day. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what the score is. If I'm... You put me in, I'm shooting. I, I'm yeah, shooting. I'm shoot, I got 10 days to keep shooting, and that's what I'm going to do. So hopefully... You can actually sign me at the beginning of the season and not just give me a charity case at the end of the season for the last 10 games. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, come on, guys. Like, but they're getting a lot more freedom when they play at this time, right? So that's when Losing teams? Ju- yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, but no one looks at it the same. It's like, oh, these fucking bunch of losers, you know. It's like, <laughs> you know, just like, oh, he's good on a bad team. You know, you start doing that. But, you know, when you when you get to two, three minutes, you know, like all that – that don't run the, the the score up and sportsman lip shite. I mean, sports sportsman ship like conduct like that goes out of the window. Like I've been sitting on this bench fucking two months, thinking that I was gonna get in. Like you don't think the Golden State players like you don't think they they can't wait. Like I'm pretty sure they get more mad at close games, or. They were up 15, and then they let them come back. Like, God damn it. I'm not getting into that. I used to be like that. Like, you'd be up 15. Like, ha, we about to get it in. (laughs) And then, you know, by the time it got to the four-minute mark, it's a four-point game. You Like, see, man. Like, now you won the game, but you got an attitude in the locker room because they didn't fucked up your possibility of playing time. Right, and when a coach turns around and looks at his bench, and you see this in like Brooklyn or Sacramento, the bench is all excited just to kind of cheerlead the players that yeah, are you out know, there. You know, so funny. I want to get. I want bench players. I want to get out there. Like you know, so funny. I've I've looked at you know the new style of I call it bench activity, bench culture, and as a coach, I as a coach, pretty sure most of my most of my bench ain't ever getting in. Because as a coach, like, I want to know y'all ready to play. Y'all sitting here dancing, doing, you know, shooting arrows, doing push-ups and sit up. Like, what the fuck is this? This is fucking circus. This bench is a circus. Like, so as a coach, when you sit in there, you know, and he done fucked up, you got to put somebody in. And the guy you're putting in is doing fucking uh, hot potato with the ball because this part of his celebration. They're like, no, like. Fuck it, just stay. Hey, you know, you have, you have a clown on your bench. You, like, you but want that's him what I'm to saying. Perform. But the, yeah. like, that's the new thing now, from college to NBA. Like, it's like they're doing like little. <laughs> I don't know if they're halftime shows, bench routines. Like they're sitting at like, what is this? Like it's all good. You can get up and applaud your teammates, high five them, all that stuff. But yeah, but it's like I'm, I'm shooting arrows. They yeah. shooting arrows back. I'm dodging arrows. <laughs> you got one person. Someone got dunked on. He's on the floor. You got to revive him. Like I'm saying, it's like a whole little fucking thing going on now on the bench. And I'm like, we got you. Like, they're over <laughs> here. Like, like we I'm don't trying need to figure to out, like too. as a coach, do you, like how, how do you put him in? Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't even smile on the bench. I couldn't even smile back then. Like, I had to look like I was serious and ready to go. Sitting there and figuring, like, ah, come on, guy. You know, you stupid shit. Like, come on, guys, play harder. Come on, dive on the floor. You know, so the coach was like, oh, he's ready. Get him in. Like, you had to play really? Stu- That's how it works, yeah. You had to play stupid shit games like that. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> it was like snitching your teammate. Come on, man, get back on defense, bro. Like, he's beat you three times. Like, you're sitting there snitching on your teammate just so you can get in. Like, but now, but, it's, but actually, now, now that, it's, that works. Yeah, it did, it did, it, it did, did work. It did, it, did, it, did, it did work. Like, man, he's getting beat all the time. Like, you, like 
that's another part of the game. But now game, it's right? now it's more of a now the bench is more of a circus. So if there's anything to learn from today is that when you get your shot, you got your moment, take it, make the most of it. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's you don't know when you're going to get an opportunity again, especially you know in a in a in an NBA setting or college or high school, like just go out there and just play, play hard. Like, you know, you're in there, you like, you know, the score doesn't matter. Like, you know, I, I just hate seeing games where, you know, the defense who's losing gets mad at the guy for shooting the ball. Like, it's just part of the game, dude. Like, like this last two shots you're mad at, but you didn't give no, give a shit about why we're up 30. Like, shut up. Just shut up. Take the L, go back to the locker room and get ready for your next game. Don't, Sit here and get mad at me because I shot the last five seconds. But a coach will never be mad at you for playing hard. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. So if you got a if you got a guy in your bench that is going to play hard, they'll find a reason to play. You. Yes. So always give them a reason to play. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Lesson learned. All right. <laughs>